This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by Compass, a monthly program to help full Focus Planner users stay on track with their goals, even through today's crisis. Learn more at fullfocusplanner.com slash compass. Should I reference how awkwardly I ended that call? <laughs> no. no. Okay, Blake, you got... So, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can just do everything else just as awkwardly. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays with your hosts, Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Hey, Blake. <laughs> hey, Courtney. I, you know, I'm happy that it's Monday, but I feel a little sad. You do. And I think we can all acknowledge why. Yeah. It's important. It's because Verbs isn't in the room right now. Yeah, that's true. We're uh, on our own today. Well, sort of. We've got a friend, Nick, here. Nick, hey, Nick. It's not that I'm. It's not that I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that you. It's that you don't like me. <laughs> I don't like. I. You know, we. I miss Verbs, right? But Nick, say hello. Hey, everybody. Hello. I. I. I have been uh, nervous about sitting here. I edit the show. I help develop the show. And I know everyone loves verbs, so I've spent the car ride down here. I was going, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Are they going to, you know, are they everyone going to? I'm I'm expecting like one star iTunes reviews. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I just have one question for you: Can you rap? No. Okay. Well, although sometimes this is a fun. Here's a little life pro tip for people: If you're ever tired, which you shouldn't be, because your life is planned and focused, but sometimes you are. You got kids waking you up. Uh, sometimes in the car, I will memorize raps like. I listen to hip hop and, and memorize so as a way them. to like focus and just kind of keep my brain engaged while I'm tired and driving. So I'll just go back and replay it. And okay, what about dad jokes? Because I've heard from verbs that people like his dad jokes. I've been the one that's been like, no dad jokes, verbs. But apparently, people, yeah, people like these. It, it's like not verbs twenty nine left a review that says, "I love verbs dad jokes." <laughs> exactly, <laughs> I, guys. Those are verbs. <laughs> you, set, <laughs> you set up a bunch of shell accounts <laughs> exactly. to leave all the reviews about verbs, verbs on the show. Yeah, his jokes. You got any dad jokes? I not. Uh, it has to come organically. Okay. Well, okay, we'll, we'll just wait and see. And if, if you slip in a few common lyrics or something, that's fine too. Cut to me frantically Googling dad jokes <laughs> exactly. while you guys talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so today we're actually talking about, you know that stuff that like you're in a meeting, you think you've got it like all down in your head. You're like, all right, I just got to tackle these things. And then like an hour later, you're like, I... I think there was some stuff I needed to do from that meeting or like the next morning you're like, there were some important things yeah. from that, but what was it? Or for me, it's usually talking to that person a week later and being like, yeah, so did you send me that thing that you said? Remember you said you were going to send it to me? And I was like, oh, right. I totally, definitely did. Did you not get it? But secretly I'm like, no, I definitely totally, totally forgot. Totally forgot. Yeah. And there's always kind of this underlying anxiety. Like once you've had that happen a few times, you're always kind of like, am I going to be able to remember this or not? Like, is it just something that's going to be fleeting and or in the middle of the night? Do you ever do that? Like in the middle of the night, you're like, oh, I know there was something. 
right? Yeah. That's what that's what you do. I know that there was something I was supposed to, and then it kind of weighs on you. Yeah. Or then you actually remember, and you're, then you're like, do I get up and write it down? Or do I just- The answer is always no. Try to hope that I remember that- tomorrow. It's kind of a terrible feeling. And you may even wonder, you know, what's wrong with my memory? Like, do I need to start, start taking some supplements? You know, is something wrong with me? Some, some supplements. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, or, today or we're those... introducing a new product from Michael Hyatt and Company. Uh, <laughs> Our supplement line. <laughs> no. Or those like games. Have you ever gotten those ads for those games that like supposedly help with your like memory and brain power? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it sounds like a lot of work. I think what we're going to give people today is an easier way, way to do that way than easier. to sort of try to change your whole brain power because the problem isn't really with your brain power. The problem isn't with your memory. It's just your note-taking system, right? Right. It feels kind of basic in a way, but it's you have to have a way to capture the things that you need to take action on. And we're hopefully going to make it really easy and really clear on how to do that in a way where you don't wake up in the middle of the night and think, oh my goodness, like I've totally forgotten X, Y, Z and I've got to find some paper. (laughs) Yeah. So it's a pretty simple episode today. We're going to give you three important steps to develop your own note-taking system that's reliable, that will keep you from forgetting those important details from those those meetings with your, not just meetings, really. It's just everything. Oh, totally. Right? I mean, you could just be like passing somebody maybe like at the water cooler, you know, and something comes up about like, hey, let's go grab lunch or like, hey, oh, I would totally love. totally do that. Yeah. Let's get together and like <laughs> brainstorm X idea. And you're like, yeah. And then it never happens. It never happens. Yeah. And that's because you don't have a way to capture that. And so I'm actually really excited about this because I've been doing a little experimenting with my full focus planner lately um, that kind of goes along with this topic. I know. So you were really excited about this. I, I was like, wow. Yeah. Well, you know, I know Verbs isn't here, but what if he was in the future? Mm. Mm, the power and magic of podcast recording. See, Nick, he may not be Verbs, but he has some skills <laughs> where he can pull in future Verbs. So, Nick, would you would you do some of that magic podcast uh, awesomeness? Okay, and verbs in three, (laughs) two, one. Hey, everyone. This is Future Verbs, reminding everyone who has not yet had an opportunity or a chance to log into our Full Focus Planner community. It's real simple. All you need to do is search on Facebook for Full Focus Planner community. There's lots of great conversations surrounding planner tips and advice that you may find helpful. Once again, just search on Facebook for Full Focus Planner community and we will see you there. All right, Courtney, I know you're excited about this one. Mm-hmm. We're talking about taking better notes so you don't forget stuff. You remember what you need to do and you don't let the people that you love down because you forgot. Yeah. So uh, that's the thing. We want you to never miss an important detail. Um, and all you've got to do is follow these three steps. And again, I want to emphasize before we like jump into these, we're not talking about taking every detail of every meeting. We're not talking about meeting minutes. Nancy, <laughs> take the minutes. <laughs> yes. We're not talking about that. We're talking about like how to make sure that you really have a place for holding these important things that need these important details that need to get done. So there's three steps. The first step is to take all your notes on paper. And like, you know, I've talked about this on a previous episode about how important paper is. I think it was episode 10. 
Does that sound right? Yeah. I think it was episode 10. Physically writing has massive benefits. I, and I have a fact. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have, a, I have a research fact. Are you ready for this? Yes. In a 2014 study, researchers confirmed that students learn better when they take notes on paper. They reason that the slower speed of handwriting forces students to consolidate and reword lectures, helping them to process and retain new information. When students who used laptops were asked to consolidate information in their note-taking, they used more words and did not reap the benefits of the handwriting group. And and that's very interesting. Thank you. Uh, But for me, honestly, if I open up my computer in a meeting, it's like over. Like the distraction level of my computer. I mean, they're just like all the things bombarding me, you know, that probably are also important, but don't need to be done in that meeting. And I just can't, you know, like I have to fight that distraction the entire meeting. Yeah, I've been in meetings before where it's almost commonplace where you come in, you sit at the table, and then you just open your laptop. And Mm -hmm. you don't even necessarily need it open. Right. But it's distracting for you. It's distracting for everyone else to some degree. Whereas when you are taking notes on paper, I mean, this is, I think this is kind of the rub. I do not like writing things down on paper. Yes, I do. I still do not like it. You said that out loud. I said it out loud. I have a podcast (laughs) where we advertise a physical write it on paper planner. I do not like doing it. Yeah. Even even now. But the benefits are so, so helpful for me that it's worth the inconvenience. I have terrible handwriting. If you've ever have you ever seen my handwriting? I, I think I have seen it before. Yeah, you yeah. probably weren't mm-hmm. able to make out a lot. I right. can sort of decode it now because I've can interpret my own hieroglyphics, <laughs> but it's inconvenient. But that inconvenience actually helps you. And the goal isn't just to take comprehensive notes, it's right. to take meaningful notes that you can remember. So yeah, taking your notes on paper is huge. Yeah, and if you use the full focus planner, you know, every daily page has a notes page on the opposite side. For me, this is like where all the magic happens. I use this every day to track, you know, things that I want to keep track of. And as part of my weekly preview, I scan back through those, all those action items that I have for the week and I'm able to process those. But it gives me such a sense of control. You know, I don't feel scattered because I have a system for where these items are going to go. But there's also a section in the back of the planner. Um, they're like back in the like almost 300s where there's an extra set of notes if you need it. If you're somebody that maybe is a little more, writes more, or wants more details in your meetings, that's there for you as well. You know who has great handwriting is your EA, Elizabeth. Yeah, she it's has like amazing. So she, so used to be a, yeah, she used to be a second grade teacher and it is like perfection. <laughs> like I am working towards it. And yeah. Blake, you, you probably should start working towards it. I, I need her to give you some lessons. You know, you don't have to have a full focus planner if you're listening to this and you don't use one or you you maybe you even do use your full focus planner. I think the advantage is just to have a bound notebook of some kind that's mm-hmm. for your notes. And so obviously the planner is bound and so that's really convenient. You have your notes right by your daily pages, so you have that convenience. But you know, just hear that the advantage is writing it down and having a bound notebook so that they don't get lost. You can retain that and and keep stuff together. Yeah, right. The important thing is having a place, a central place where you're capturing the things that you need to take action on.
Okay, step two, code your notes for follow-up. Code your notes for follow-up. This is, we're getting a little bit deeper here, a little bit deeper. Yeah. Do you code your notes, Courtney? I do. Well, you make fun of me because I even have. <laughs> no. You, yeah. Uh, in my planner, I actually like make a box inside the box that's already in the planner and like makes fun of me. But uh, yeah, I use the coding system and it works great for me. Uh, like when I need to delegate something or, you know, I need to defer something till later, I use the notes. It's a little, uh, I would say I'm probably not 100% in using them. I've kind of made them my own, but I use the structure of creating a code. Yeah. So the purpose of having a code is that you don't just want to have notes that are just all over the place literally or just all over pla- all over the place in terms of you've got six paragraphs of notes and you can't quickly identify what's important or what's a to-do item or what's just a point of interest like right. there's there if without having any type of code the likelihood that you will use those notes is lower right right absolutely so, so i've taken notes before where it's like okay i it's too much work to like go back through and look at all this. I just want to see what's important or see what needs to be an action item or something like that. So in the full focus planner, we actually give you a, a guide if you if you're thinking, well, I don't know how to code. I don't want to create my own code. Like I think Larry, who's uh, one of our producers for the show, he actually does some of his own coding. Like he uses yeah. colored pencils. And his that planner sort of is beautiful. It is. Yeah. It's it is the envy of all planner users, but. If you just want to get started with this, there are symbols in each of your daily pages to give suggestions for how to code your notes. Yeah. So, for example, some of those might be like a square box for a to-do item. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you could you could draw it within the existing square boxes, exactly, for instance. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a circle for delegated item, like to follow up on. An asterisk for something that's really important. Or a question mark when you have a question that you need to follow up or get clarity on. Um, And again, those are at the bottom. They're very easy to follow. So the next thing. Oh my gosh, you're so excited right now. (laughs) To help you code uh, your notes for follow-up is the index. Because, listen, I make fun of people. Yes, she did say index. Yes, the index. That part of the planner that you've never even turned (laughs) to, that's what she's talking about, just to clarify. Yeah, so I've I've kind of teased about people that use the index. Because I have never used the index. I've always been like, that's so a little ridiculous. But I've actually, I kind of challenged myself to use it lately. And it's been amazing. It's secretly awesome. It is amazing. So, for example, I had this idea for a basically a way to redo our full focus planner pages on the website. And so I sketched what I was thinking in my head and it was beautiful. It looked great. Uh, And I was like, you know, what would be really helpful is if I marked this, which page this is on in the index. So I would be able to come back to it and I have used it over and over and over again. So I'm sorry to everyone out there that I have made fun of for using the index. It's amazing. I'm like, it's biggest fan now. It's secretly awesome. So step one was take all your notes on paper. Step two is code your notes for follow-up and even use the index people. You can do it. Uh, Courtney won't make fun of you. We'll cheer you on. It's awesome. And step three, transfer action items to your task management system. Transfer action items to your task management system. 
So this is crucial. This is crucial. So what you want to do on a daily basis, we would recommend, is to review notes that you've gathered, that you've taken throughout the day, and ask yourself, what is this? <laughs> what is this? Where where does this belong? Where does this go? So me personally, I make this part of my workday shutdown ritual. Uh, you can also put this in your startup for the next day if you want to reference the previous day's notes. But the idea here is that you would look over your notes and then decide, okay, what is this? Where does this go? Does this belong as a task? And should I move this, if it is, into the right task management system? So we use a hybrid system, almost everybody here at Michael Hyatt and Company, and we use Asana for a lot of our project management. So what I do is at the end of the day, if I find something that, you know, this is a to-do item, but it's not something that I can accomplish today, it's not part of my big three, I will move that into Asana as part of my workday shutdown. And then I know, hey, I've got it accounted for, and I also know when I'm going to come back to that item. Um, it also works the other way. Um, so at the beginning of the day, as part of my workday startup, I look into Asana to see, okay, what is, you know, what needs to happen? Do any of these items need to be moved into my big three for the day? And that's kind of how I store those like longer term to-do items. Yeah, I do a very similar thing. So I use an app called Things. And at the end of my day, I will look over my to-do items and my notes and just sort of review what happened, what didn't happen is something, because this is critical. Not every to-do item is urgent. Not everything exactly. needs to happen the moment you take the note, but that doesn't mean that it's not important. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean you don't want to capture it. So you talk to a friend or something, and it's like, hey, we should you know, connect sometime, right? And you don't have a time to set an appointment or discover what you should even do. And so that may need to turn into an action item that you want to capture and transfer over, like follow back up with Sarah and ask her what days she may be available. Like that's an actual action item you can do. And so making that mental transfer is really helpful. And it solves that issue that we talked about at the beginning of the day, which is you're going to bed and you're going, wait, there was something, there was something. What am I forgetting? I think that that workday shutdown ritual process of transferring your notes really helps out with that. Yeah, absolutely. And we've already talked about the index. I'm, I'm like, I'm there for the index today. Uh, you know, if you <laughs> have like a longer list of notes or, or, or like if you had a long list of to-do items that, you know, you had processed and transferred, but wanted to be able to reference them, that's again, where the index, um, we're logging those at the end of each day. Like if you look at your note section, you're like, Hey, this is going to be really important for me to come back to go ahead and index it. If you don't do it while it's happening, it's going to be a struggle later on. That's right. Let's let's sum it all up. So there are three steps to take better notes. And when you take better notes, the reality is you're going to be more at ease, more in control, you know, feeling like I'm not forgetting something. You'll be known as that really reliable person. When someone asks you for something, you'll know how that fits in right. to your priorities. So you don't just try to get everything done, but you know I'm getting the right stuff done. Mm -hmm. That starts with taking great notes. The other thing about this is it's going to make you faster because if you have clarity and you know what needs to happen rather than having to go track down notes from a meeting, maybe somebody that was taking the minutes or Nancy. Yeah. yeah like trying to figure out, you know, does Steve have that information that I need? You know, 
it's going to be there. You're going to be ready and be able to do the work that you needed to do when you're ready to do it. That's, I mean, have you ever been there? That's one of the most frustrating things when you like have the time to do what you need to do, but you don't have the information. Very frustrating. frustrating. So let's give them the three steps one more time. Yeah. The first step is to take all your notes on paper. The second is to code your notes. And the third is to transfer action items to your task management system if you have one. Awesome. Well, up next, we have got a phone call with a full focus planner user, and we're going to chat with them now. Good morning. This is Josh. Hey, Josh. This is Courtney and Blake from Focus on This. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing today? We're doing great. We were all just dancing, listening to the phone call, like the ring. I don't know what, I don't, is it, do you call it a ring? I don't know. Yeah, it's whatever like a it Skype ringtone. Yeah, we were just having a little mm. dance party in here. So we're doing great, Josh. Where are you calling from? So I am calling uh, from Oahu this morning. Oh, Sounds sorry. Rough. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's terrible. You know, it's it's kind of cold. It's probably mm-hmm. in the, I don't know, mid-70s out there. And the water is, is just not that blue. So, I mean, somebody's got to be here. So I'll, I'll take one from the team. <laughs> what do you do in Oahu? So uh, so I work as a, as a planner. Um, and what I do is I, I help my organization in capturing uh, kind of two parts. So capturing uh, the vision um, and, and the long-term framework to achieve uh, that vision. And then on the flip side, uh, the team that I work with uh, also uh, helps to plan key projects that, that line up with that vision. And so it's kind of neat doing that uh, for a living um, and, then, and then picking up and using the planner. It's almost like the planner helps me to do that same thing, you know, the, the long-term vision for my life and then the, the key projects or key goals that line up with the framework and that kind of helps me do that as well. Wow. You're like, your job is actually like what our tool is. Maybe you should be. Yeah. Should we, do we have questions podcast. for Josh today? <laughs> Let's see what we've got. Josh, do you use the index? <laughs> yeah. So, so the index uh, is, is an interesting piece, right? And for me, it's, it was kind of uh, one of the last pieces that I adopted uh, because for me, uh, as I picked up the planner, I straddled with with notes as well, um, and I and I still do. I don't keep all of my notes inside of the planner just because of the volume of meetings that I go to and and the stuff that I have to capture. But what I've started to do um, in line with my uh, with my closeout each day with my my shutdown ritual, I've gone through and I capture kind of the key things that I need from from notes just to make sure that I'm there. Uh, so I, I'll pull in uh, tasks, you know, clearly I'll pull in uh, lessons learned and I'll pull in, uh, you know, things that I'm grateful for, et cetera. And I've got a little code system for that. And then, so as I, as I've started to do that more and more in the back, uh, in the index section, I capture just the highlights, you know, the names of those, those meetings, uh, just as a reference point. Uh, so I can go back through and, and pull those and, you know, as those grow over time, those are things where you're like, man, I, I'd really like to have the notes from, uh, from that meeting and you go back and, you know, keyword search it and that pulls up, you know, pulls up in your index. Very cool. But you must be a planner or something. <laughs> I knew that you were going to have some great <laughs> advice, Josh. I mean, you're literally talking exactly about what we've been talking about today, which is, mm-hmm. you know, how to use the notes section really well. Yeah. Josh, did you have a question for us? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So although I might be a planner and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm good at, at stuff like that, what, what gets to me 
is, is sometimes I, you know, I do a great job planning. I get all of uh, my tasks laid out, but specifically when it's a, when it's a busy uh, week uh, or, or stuff that's come up kind of unannounced, I have a hard time with what I call rollover tasks. So I've, you know, I've scheduled out all these things that I need to do uh, for, for goals or, you know, for projects that I'm working my way through. And then I just keep missing, you know, I, I have 10 tasks. Uh, in the planner. And at the end of the day, I've only checked one of them off. You know, I, I add my little, I add my little icon to show they're going to the next day or whatever. And then they just keep rolling uh, throughout the week. Um, so what, what do you guys think about that? Any, any advice for, uh, for stopping the rollover? So just to clarify, are these like, are these are not tasks that are part of your daily big three. These are just your other task that you need to accomplish. Right. Yeah, exactly. So the, the big three, you know, is, is up there. They're prioritized in the other tasks section. You know, there are things that I've identified through the through the weeks that I need to use to, to or need to execute to, to chip away at a goal or to chip away at a project. Uh, they're not they're not super priority, but they're you know, they're things that I that I think I need to get done and that I just don't. Gotcha. So I can talk about I've had a similar issue uh, in the past and maybe you know, I don't know that there's just one way to deal with that, but maybe I can share with you how I've navigated that because like you, there are some critical things I've got to get done. Those belong in my big three. And there's, of course, the things that apply to my weekly big three. And so those are typically in my big three, trying to move the ball down the field there. But there's a decent amount of unpredictability, I guess, in terms of other people needing my time or attention to things. And while the other tasks list is, you know, it sounds like appropriately you're prioritizing, but it's not as if those things, you still want to get those things done. You know, even if, even if it, it, it's not absolutely critical if it happens today. So I'll tell you the process that I went through, Josh. The first thing is I had to ask the hard questions of, is this truly necessary, right? So doing that in the workday shutdown ritual is helpful, right? Before you say, oh, well, I didn't get to this. I need to pass it over to the next day. Sometimes I've done that two, three, four, even five days in a row. And after about the fifth day, (laughs) I'll go, wait, is this really necessary? Or am I the best person to do this? So is there an opportunity to delegate this is this a recurring task? Is there an opportunity to automate this, to take a little extra time to automate it so that it doesn't show up on my list ever again? You know, those, so kind of triaging that would be the first step. The second step uh, that I did was I would ask those hard questions in a weekly preview. So looking back and going, you know, what wasn't working? Well, you know, so-and-so or this kept happening and therefore I wasn't able to get these things done. Or I was procrastinating because I was more interested in X, Y, and Z. And I went deep into, you know, why are these things getting pushed off? And for me, just to provide some clarity, it was a lot of administrative tasks that help me do better in the long term, but nothing is super critical in the short term. So important, but very much not urgent. The weekly preview. And then the last thing was I, as a result of that weekly preview, I experimented with something that now is in my ideal week, which is a block of time It's actually on Friday afternoon. So this is going to be different for everyone. But for me, I'm uh, oftentimes taking calls with um, clients or potential clients of ours. And everyone cancels on Friday afternoon. So I realized in a weekly preview, you know what? 
people will schedule calls with me on Friday afternoon, but they are so likely to cancel. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but that's like, it's just, oh, this happened or whatever. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to block my calendar on Friday afternoon so people can't schedule calls with me. And that will be my catch up time. That'll be my loose ends, tying up before the weekend, admin time. And so that's just a part of my ideal week. So that's how I navigated that. Yeah. And I, I totally agree. I think that asking those questions of, you know, can this be eliminated? Can it be delegated? Can it be automated is the perfect way. That's the, the first triage step. But I think like all of us, there are times where we have to do things that maybe we're not that excited about or, you know, we're just we're prone to put off certain types of tasks. For me, Josh, and this is just my personality, again, this it, there are unique approaches to getting work done that we don't want to do or we like to pro- procrastinate. Um, for me, I try to tie it to some kind of achievement. Like once I get done with that task, I get X. I mean, it may even be as simple as lunch. Like I am not going to go to lunch until I get done with X. Or, um, you know, if I complete this many of these things, I'm going to go get coffee, you know, at Starbucks. Nice. You create a game for I yourself totally that you can gamify, win. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, which I gamify a lot of things in life. <laughs> but it Are you winning in this, this podcast interview right now? Are you winning? I've always been I winning think, yeah. this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that may be, depending on your personality, Josh, that may be something else you could utilize in this situation. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely makes sense. Uh, it's it's all great advice, especially the you know creating a game you can win the the little reward you know those tasks that that you get stuck on you know if you do three of them you get grab a coffee or whatever that's that's perfect. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Josh. All right. So like any final thoughts for everybody today? Yeah, I think the final thought I have is if you are not typically a paper and pen note taker, just give it a try. Just give it a try for a couple of days and see what that does to your memory retention, to how you feel. I just empathize with you if you do not like taking handwritten notes because... Your, your handwriting isn't a font like our friend Elizabeth. It's ugly like mine, or maybe you just don't like taking the time, but just give it a try. Uh, and then the other side of that is to you know, not fear a hybrid system. You know, So if it's, hey, I'm all digital and it's hard for me to take notes physical, try doing physical. If you're, you're all physical notes and you are still losing track, make sure that you're you know, maybe try an app or something where you can catalog or store things for later uh, in the digital system. It's great for those purposes. So that's my final thought. Actually, I have a final thought. Oh, Nick. Oh. Oh. So one thing I do, because I'm not that person who's organized traditionally, but one thing that I did is I got really into, and this has been referenced on Lead to Win, really into pencils. And so the planner, and it could be pens for somebody. It could just, but the idea that, Ooh, I get to use this really nice thing that I got. Mm -hmm. If I'm, you know, in the act of being organized, I am also using this really nice, you know, tactile thing. So, I mean, I've got my pencil case here. I've got, you know, our friend Mike is also into pencils now. We're we're doing the pencil thing here at Michael Hyatt. So that's my that's my tip. I think that's a great tip. I I have a pen that I like love to use. So I think that applies in several. Um, but and like Larry has his colored pencils, mm-hmm. you know that can we t- be a we thing. We talk about Larry and I in our weekly meetings. We'll like hold our pencils up. Yes, 
to the camera. You also have a tribe them. of pencil users. They're the index users and the pencil users. I'm impressed. Yeah, we are very, we're nerds. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks everybody for joining us today on Focus on This. Next week, Courtney, I'm so excited. I'm already having a good Monday in the future. Me really? and Future Verbs are hanging out next Monday, <laughs> and it's so much fun. So until next time, stay, stay focused. focused. supplement line coming fall right. of 2020 i'm just kidding that's not happening rude <laughs> <laughs> it was just a huge horn that happened it keeps doing it, it does happen. this episode of focus on this is brought to you by compass a monthly program to help full focus planner users stay on track with their goals even through today's crisis learn more at fullfocusplanner.com slash compass